0: You're listening to Two Smart Assets with Chris Thompson and Danny Nichols. This is your source for passive investing in real estate syndications. It's time for us to gain knowledge and take action. So let's go. Hey, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Danny Nichols, accompanied by my co-host, Chris Thompson. Chris, my man, what's up? Hey, you doing, Danny, man? It's been a, it's a cold day. Oh yeah, you got some cold weather over there, huh?
1: Yeah, not too bad. I think it, the sun's shining, so uh, yeah, man, this cold weather isn't subject to last very long at all in Oklahoma. So it'll be wonderful. How's, how's,
0: your, how's your week been going so far? Are you staying busy?
1: Yep. Had a had a closing, got another listing, and uh, you know, the wheels are moving.
0: Making moves, man. I love it. I love it. That's what we want to hear. Um, so today's episode, we're going to talk about uh, um, vetting a sponsor, a syndicator, people you choose to invest in passively in apartment syndications. And why that's important, how to do it, maybe some questions to, uh, to talk, to ask um, whoever you're speaking with mm. uh, about, about these syndicators, about these sponsors. So um, let's dive in. What do you say, Chris?
1: Man, I'm ready. I'm excited to be here. Let's, uh, let's go for it.
0: Perfect, perfect. Okay, so uh, when you're looking at investing passively in apartment part of syndications, uh, you know, some of the most important things, well, the three main topics that you want to focus on are the syndicators. Uh, the market and the deal, usually in that order of importance: the syndicator, the market, and the deal. And the reason we put the syndicator at the top uh, in our minds is because they're the ones in control of this deal. You know, if you're if you're passively investing it, you're basically just putting your money into a deal, um, expecting a return uh, on you know of cash flow and then on the back end, typically. But uh, you know, these guys are. Guys and gals are the ones doing the work. They're the active piece. They're putting all this together and they're making uh, these investments work. So, understanding which uh, investors or which uh, syndicators to choose, which ones to invest in, is very important. So, uh, with that being said, uh, Chris, talk a little bit about um, you know the approach you use, or let's say you know you want to get started in in apartment syndication uh, investing passively. Where do you go from there? Say you want to do that. What's the okay. next
1: step? <clears throat> okay, so uh, really investing in in real estate, and more importantly, investing in uh, or investing in a, an apartment syndication. This is a relationship business. You have to have uh, good people who have great reputations and that are known to do the right thing, and that are also uh, that are also good at what they do, and they generate real returns uh so you know you got to start building those relationships reach out to people and uh, see where they're participating you got to see if their interests align with you and in line they align with uh you know what your actual goals are and so first i think it's good like you got to understand uh what their strategy is you know um the syndicators the best syndicators you know they have strategies for finding the new properties and making their investments uh, you know they they choose their properties based on uh, cash flow potential uh, current and past uh, occupancy levels uh, the number of units in the building, the type of asset class uh, where are you know, the type of asset class that it is and uh, and a lot of people uh, they have a minimum transaction size and so you know, it's up to them. They're going to do their due diligence uh, on the property. You know, they're going to study the area for growth and employment and location, population trends. Uh, it's just really allows us as investors uh, to understand, you know, the specific investment criteria, you know, for that syndicator. And just, again, making sure that it aligns with, you know, our goals and our risk tolerance for lack of a better term. So, I mean, that, that's immediately where you start. You got to start reaching out. Call people. Everybody's very nice and they're helpful. They want to help you and reach out. They'll give you whatever information they're allowed to give you uh, based on their current or based on their previous deals. Um, I mean, uh, check the references, uh, see who's participated with them in the past, you know, see if that person, the, see if their previous investor would invest with them again. I think that's huge. You know, I've I've done some pretty good deals in my life, whether it's investing or not. But at the end of the day, my goal is I want you to work with me again. And and there's been times where we've made money, where I came out on top. But I would not work with that person again. It right. was it was a pain. And so you got to make sure you know as much as is. I mean, it really is. It's a it's an interview. It's a two way interview. They want to make sure that you're a good for, fit for them, but you need to make sure that they're a good fit for you. So, right, right. get out and there, that, start ringing the phones, man, and talk to people. They're happy perfect. to help.
0: Perfect. And I think that's a, that's, a, that's a great for anybody out there talking to, to syndicators and, you know, a you know, good place to start there. But let's back up even before that, say I'm brand new to real estate syndication. You know, I've invested in real estate for a while, but I've never done a, a syndication deal. I don't know much about syndication. I don't, I don't even know where to find a syndicator you know, let alone to call one and ask these great questions that you just brought up or, you know, these topics. How do we even find a syndicator? What's the best way resource for even, you know, getting knowledge about who to contact or where to contact them, any of this stuff? What's what's kind of a process
1: for that? Oh man, right now it's beautiful. The internet, go for the, just start looking up podcasts. That's a great way to just start hearing people's voice, hear what they're talking about. There's all kinds of podcasts out there. Uh, you know, as far as whether you're passively or actively investing, whether you're doing apartment syndications or whether you're doing resorts or whatever. Uh, go, yeah. Just start with Google and Google podcasts and, you know, wealth building investments, you know, just use a couple of keywords that fit, you know, what you're looking for. And I think that's like the first, because I didn't know any of these people, you know, it, until it's, you just start trusting them because we're listening to their podcasts every day. You realize that, Hey, these guys know what they're talking about. And then at the end of that podcast, they'll give you an opportunity to contact them. They'll tell you like their website. You can reach us here, send any questions and they they'll give you their own phone number. We have personal cell phones, cell phone numbers of all these guys that in my mind, initially, I thought they were, you know, harder to reach. No. They're very easy to reach and a lot of times you can get them to call you. So that's that's where I would start immediately. Hit your Google search, look up podcasts that you like or that, you know, and then figure out which ones you do like and just reach out to them. They all give you information for that.
0: Great tip, great tip. And I also think another a good resource for that beyond just Googling apartment syndicators or, you know, Googling, you know, apartment syndicating uh, podcasts, Another one is BiggerPockets. I mean obviously that's a a huge real estate platform for all types of real estate investing but uh, go on BiggerPockets, just put in apartment syndication and a whole bunch of stuff's gonna come up. And then even go in the forums, look at apartment syndication or just syndication, whatever you're looking for, just put that in there in the search and then you know it's gonna come up with all sorts of stuff, all sorts of articles people have written. Uh, people interacting on questions that people have posted. And, you know, just go on there and start reading this stuff. And if you have questions or, you know, a topic that you're looking at is interesting you, pop a question on there, you know. Really? To participate. Bigger, sign, yeah, participate. Sign up to bigger pockets. throw a question. And, you know, that might be intimidating some people, but most of listeners that were, you know, that are going to be listening to the show are already real estate investors so that shouldn't be that difficult to go on there and find these things but you know if you're already on bigger pockets just keep using that platform it, it's perfect and just like you said podcasts huge i mean even for us personally uh, you know listening to podcasts someone's podcast someone's podcast every day or every week whenever they post it you do begin to kind of trust them i mean yeah you're not uh, you're not you don't know all the details and stuff but just listening to them and them bringing you value it's huge yeah,
1: well, um, you start to see them as like an authority in that niche. What, I don't care if you're watching YouTube or whatever you could possibly be interested in. The more you're, the more you kind of interface with what their media, I guess you, they do develop that kind of authority on that topic. So right. that's where that trust comes from.
0: Right. No, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. And one other top, one other uh, resource I'd say people to use real quick is uh, you know, if you hear about meetups in your, your local meetups in your area or even conferences or seminars, or whatever, go to these, go talk to these syndicators they're, they're going to be there. And the amount of people you'll be able to talk to that are syndicators and sponsors, but then also uh, your fellow passive investors, you know, you're going to be able to go talk to these people, hear about their, their uh, experience with certain syndicators and, you know, kind of what they're saying. So, you know, podcasts, bigger pockets, and then meetups and conferences. These are going to be, your biggest tools when it comes to um, you know really getting out there and speaking with people who are doing this, syndicators and passive investors alike. So, so with that being said, Chris, kind of want to move on a little bit. Um, kind of want to talk about you know, say you get a hold of one of these syndicators, you schedule a call, or maybe you're doing something face to face, or you know, video chat, or whatever, or you see them at a at a conference and you go set up to have coffee or something like that. So you get them, you get a hold of them, you get them some time to speak with them. So what are some of the, and I know you kind of briefly touched on this earlier, what are some things you're, you're really focused on, on talking to these syndicators with some of the questions, you know, you know, kind of the the process of evaluating, you know, whether that's somebody maybe that, that would align with your interests.
1: Well, first I want to really know how the team is structured. You know, a lot of teams, uh, you know, I, I prefer, uh, teams that have some kind of cross-functional abilities, but they need to have clearly defined roles. You know, one in, one individual can't really be wearing uh, too many hats or spreading themselves too thin. And so, you know, everybody's going to bring their own skill set to the table. And so hopefully, you know, that team is playing off everybody's, you know, playing off everybody's strong point, or, they're, what they're suited for. And so I think that's, that's huge. Um, uh, another thing is, Uh, Pardon me. Um, I want to make sure. Well, I'll at least ask, you know, um, know, have you been through more than one market cycle? You know, um, at least I would like to think that, you know, my uh, as my sponsors, at least one of these guys has seen a full cycle and see how see how it played out. You know, what did he do? You know how did he make out you know when the when the you know when the when the market was on a downturn you know and i want to see like how he was able to whether or not he made money or how he actually dealt with that adverse situation. Uh, I mean that's going to that's going to play a lot into you know what I think about them because who knows what's going to happen next year or the year after and if my potential investment's going to be locked up for 3 or 5 years I don't know what it's going to look like in 2 or 3 years from now when my money's tied up I want to know that this guy is or this guy or this team you know at least has all of our best interests in mind and I want to know that he's there to you know weather the storm and you know, so I'm paying attention to that. So um,
0: let me, let me jump in real quick, Chris. Let me ask cause I, I kind of want to uh, get your opinion on this. So say, say uh, you know, you're looking at a syndicator, you want to ask if they've been through a full market cycle and i um, sorry to disrupt you uh, from please. other stuff, but um, you know, a lot of apartment syndicators haven't been through a full cycle at this sure. point, you know, cause there's, there are a bunch of, there are a bunch of syndicators out there, a lot, bunch of sponsors that haven't been through uh, a full cycle. So for you, does that, does that eliminate them from um, basically potential for you investing in them? If they no, have been that,
1: through a, no, that doesn't. But this is just another one of those pieces of criteria that I like to, that I like to look at. It's not a make or break type of thing, um, but I guess in, in part of that, I'm actually looking for your reputation. And so, yeah. And, and, and maybe you've only been in this for, maybe you've only been in this for a day longer than I have. I don't care. I want to see like what you've done, how are you were able to overcome the the downside? You know, how are, how are you able to come overcome the, the problems that you've been through? And the reason why I start that with looking at a market cycle is because, you know, cause there's a lot of ups and there's a lot of downs and I love the ups, but I really care about what you did when, when it wasn't looking so hot. Uh,
0: that's, a great, that's a great point.
1: Because I, I, I got I to understand the downside and I, whether or not I can stomach that downside. And if you're, uh, if you're on board for the downside, then we might be good to go because the sky's the limit on the upside. So I don't, we'll get to that later. I want to make sure that my money is protected and that you're going to do the right thing by me.
0: Uh, can you stomach the downside i I love that man that's uh that's I'm writing that down for sure um okay, so please uh proceed with uh, other things that you're asking these these syndicators and these sponsors what kind of questions
1: yeah so like I said, you know your reputation matters um I think that's paramount um whether or not people want to work with you again. So along that line, you know, I want to know like, what's your, what's your online and your social media presence. You know, um, you can do a pretty quick Google search, you know, LinkedIn do all, there's all kinds of social media out there and just see what you can pull up on somebody. And you know, we're, we're looking for honest, high integrity folks with stellar character. All right. Um, the sponsors, they need to manage the reputation, uh, I would say zealously they need to manage it, whether they're online or they're offline. And even to that point, you know, we're looking for bankruptcies. I want to make sure this guy's not a felon, you know, or that they're, you know, uh, compliant with sec regulations. You know, I, this just goes back to his, their presence, uh, you know, as a whole, uh,
0: yeah, I want to jump in real quick just, just for a second. Um, Talking about that and, you know, basically doing a background check, an actual background check on a syndicator. I've heard people doing this and there is, from what I understand, there is a cost associated with this, but uh, I have yet to implement this myself, but I think it's a great strategy and something I'll be looking forward or looking more into going forward. Um, uh, It's it's a little extra work, but you know what? This could really cover your backside uh, investing in a deal, you know, because you don't know what you don't know and then if something pops up, you could be in some serious trouble just based off of something that is in the past that's been in the past of this syndicator, you know? Uh, so I think, that, I think that's a great point and, uh, and it's not something to overlook.
1: Well, you know, I think, uh, just going back on experience and their, their tenure in, uh, you know, in the game that we're playing here, um, you know, I probably will be less likely to pull, uh, somebody's background, uh, you know, what, if their reputation precedes them, then I'm not worried about it so much. But if you're newer to the game and you and your reputation, like maybe you have a good reputation, but it's not you know you don't have a long list of deals that I can pay attention to. Uh, you know, the the shorter that list of deals the more likely I am to probably like look at you to, you know, it there, like you said, there is a cost to that, but uh, that's a nominal, that's a nominal fee compared to what I could potentially be investing with you and maybe even lose if I invest with the wrong guy uh, or Mm -hmm. with the wrong team. So, you know, that might not be my go-to immediately. You know, there's obviously a handful of people that I just simply don't need to do that. But I think at a certain point, don't overlook it. Don't rule it out. Uh, you know, do it if you have to, but I don't think that's an everyday kind of thing. Um, but I think, you know, you just want to, uh, you just want to trust your gut. I think that's, there's, there's no real substitute. You know, if you're, if you're not comfortable with going forward with a, with a particular team or a particular syndicator, then just trust your gut. And, you know, it's harder, you hardly go wrong with that.
0: Perfect, perfect. So, so basically so far we've gone over track record, background, you know, kind of just their their overall character, you know, are they present uh social media or just anywhere else? Conferences, you know, are you seeing these people? Are they are they stand-up uh, syndicators in their space? So mm-hmm. what other thing what other things say so you're sat to sit down or you're over the phone with these syndicators? What other things do you ask them? Some, some of the things, maybe stuff towards their deals or you okay. know, just more like focused things. What are, what are some other things that you're hitting on? Oh,
1: okay, so really I want, to, I want to know like the kind of edge that they have. I want to know how, let me say it like this. Like, you know, uh, I want to know if that, cons- that syndicator can concisely articulate their investment strategy. Uh, was it Charlie Munger said if a, person doesn't, if a person can't explain in just a few sentences what they do, they don't know what they do. And so, uh, you yeah, know, I want to know, you know, what is your real strategy at doing this, you know, and is there any, is there any uh, intellectual rigor behind your strategy? You know, I want to make sure that, you know, that background comes, you know, that, that background comes through, you know, and I want to make sure, you know, this, does, does the syndicate, does you uh, suffer from like kind of a, a shiny object syndrome? You know, I want to, I don't want somebody who's going to lose focus and kind of, you know, chase the flavor of the month. Um, you know, I want to work with a sponsor who's clearly defined in the niche in which they participate and that can clearly articulate their strategy. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean that I, that's huge. Uh, and then beyond that, like uh, how is that strategy played out in the real world? You know, um, uh, how is it performed? You know, uh, whether it's across the actual business cycle or across multiple deals, um, you know, how is it playing out? Is it, are you being consistent with it? Is it consistently uh, a winning strategy? You know, we, I mean, it, that, it's just another, another thing that I'm looking at, you know, and, and how confident are you in your strategy? You know, I'm looking for confident, but humble teams, you right. know, right. Um you know, the, uh, you, mentioned, you mentioned before, you know, Mike Tyson, you know, you have a, have a plan until you get punched in the face. You know, the, the best laid plans can and do go to waste. You know, home runs, home runs are home runs in hindsight's only. You know, you can't predict what's going to happen. So you got to rely on, on a few of these other indicators that show you this person knows exactly what they're going to do. And even dudes that can hit home runs are going to strike out. And that's okay. It's going to happen. But, you know, you're, you're, that's why you're interviewing them real hard to make sure that hopefully this next deal that they do, they've done their due diligence. And like I said, it's backed by that, that, that rigor of just the intelligence and the information that they've gathered to make sure and to ensure that this next deal that I'm going to participate with you in is going to be a good one. You know, it's going to be a good experience for all of us involved. I want to work with you again.
0: I gotta say, those are great foundational points and questions, and just views that you could basically steer to to anybody you're investing with on anything. You know, uh, yeah, absolutely. There's just, just anybody who you're even working with. You know, um, these are these are foundational type of questions and type of uh, issues that you want to have covered. And I, I can't I can't speak highly enough about you know just you saying that is is very very important. Um, uh, going further than that, you know, going a little bit more specific, I kind of want to add some other questions that, that maybe that I personally, I think we both have really, but, um, um, have asked apartment syndicators Sure. and, uh, it's basically like, you know, you know, you talked about, you know, how basically how long have they been in an apartment syndication? You've, it's kind of like your market cycle thing. Like how long have you been doing this? You know, and again, it doesn't really, it's not a make or break. None of these are really make or break, but you're kind of just evaluating, uh, each sponsor individually, right? So one of those things, how long have you been doing this? You know, if they've been doing this for one day, well, okay, well, that's that's interesting, you know? But it's different saying, yeah, you've been doing it for a year or 10 years or 20 years. Okay, well then, you know, it changes the story a little bit. So obviously it's good, good to to know that like you spoke about earlier, but then also how many deals have you done? You know, if you haven't done a deal yet, if this is your first deal, well, that maybe that doesn't bother you, but maybe it does, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe you want to be with somebody who's more experienced who have actually done a deal. I mean, everybody has a first deal, you know, so uh, there's there's no, everybody has a first deal. It's just how you start, right? So eventually some people are going to have to take um, uh, not necessarily, it's, it's just more risk, right? Potentially more risk. It might not actually be if you evaluate the other metrics, but so that's another one. Um, that's another one to, um, to pay attention to. Uh, and then going beyond that, for the people who have done deals, maybe ask them, you know, well, you how, how closely have you tracked to your initial projections, your mm-hmm. projections before the deal has actually been uh completed or even taken under contract, how well or how closely, how accurate were your initial projections? And so, you know, if they if they were pretty close, so they're off, maybe if they're off, tell, ask them, have them explain, you know, well, what was the reason for this and how did you overcome that? You know, uh, what were some of the things that you did to basically mitigate that issue going forward even in that deal and then also in other deals, maybe future deals, you know? And then even on top of that, ask them, have they ever lost money in a deal? Or mm-hmm. have they ever made a bad investment? You know, because... Well, if if you have a track record of 100% just outstanding, you know, investments in everything you've done, well, congratulations. That's awesome. But, uh, you know, that hasn't happened in my experience. You know, I've made, you know,
1: less than great decisions on investments. I think we all have. Most of us have, wouldn't you say, Chris? Yeah, nobody's always batting a thousand. You might right. bat a thousand out of the gate because you knocked one or two deals out of the park. And then your average is gonna come in when the next couple of deals come through and when you really run into some issues and you know, maybe your underwriting wasn't as conservative as it should have been or, or whatever. So yeah, then it just kinda goes back to the reputation. You know, yes. I wanna know that I wanna know that you've you've done at least a couple, you know, to write because you know, I'm newer than that. So I need to know that uh, that you know the things that I don't know.
0: Right. Absolutely. Uh, and then adding on to that, like uh, asking them, you know, what markets are they focused on? Because syndicators, they specialize in certain markets. Yeah, they might be in a handful of markets, but that might not be one of the markets that you like. You know, just because just because maybe you trust them or you trust the syndicator or you like them, they might be investing in a market that you totally disagree with. That you would never invest in. So it's kind of it's good to know where they're focused uh, yeah, on investing. Yeah. And, and why, you know, this is going to go on. Well, why are you, why do you like this area? And then dive deep into that. So I think that's another um, important topic.
1: No, the, you, you need to understand, you know, their experience in, uh, in one, you know, there you need to know their experience in one asset class or sub market, you know, because their strategy for offices in Miami isn't really going to translate to, you know, success in a different asset class or a different sub market let's say multifamily in Dallas. So, I mean just make sure that they're doing what you want to do so they Absolutely. have the experience that you need.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I totally agree. Couldn't couldn't agree even more. Uh, another aspect you want to focus on is what, kind, what class of property are they targeting? You know, there's A, B and C class. Well, A class, you know, it's, these are, you know, they could be more expensive. You're just gonna get cash flow straight off of it. Um, you know, B class is right in the middle there and then C class, there's going to be more risk. You know, these are these are higher risk properties with the potential to have bigger upsides, you know, depending on how they, they've marketed it or, you know, what they think the projections are. But, you know, lining up with a syndicator based, you know, knowing what type of property is invest on based on your risk profile, because maybe, maybe you're not a risky person, you're risk averse. Well, you don't want to be investing in C class properties, potentially, because, Again, there might be, there could be more risk associated with that class of property. So pay sure. attention to pay attention to that. And um, that's just another thing. And a couple more things are uh, when you get into deals, you know, some people, they want constant communication. They want to know how their investments are doing. And not all syndicators do that. You might get a monthly statement or a monthly update or a quarterly update. And you got to understand, if that doesn't work for you, well, then you need to keep that in mind because- um, this is what they do and sure you can ask questions whenever you want but just make sure you know before you get into investing with certain things how these people what their uh, communication schedule is because mm-hmm. you don't want to come out come out of the gate surprise not here for them you know for a month you know you hear them once a month and you're like well how, I'm only hearing from them once a month well that's when they send out their schedule so um, you want to make sure you understand their their communication schedule you need to know uh, if they work with accredited and or non-accredited investors, or both. You know, some some guys they only do uh, deals with accredited investors, and then some of them do with you know accredited and non-accredited. So know know your classification, and then know which which uh, type of offerings that they bring about. And then uh, beyond that, um, those are some of the main questions we ask. And then see if you can get some references from them. You know, see if you can get some like, hey, you know, send me some some people who have invested with you, and let me talk to them or see if they can give you references for that. And then you can go out and you can talk to them and hear what they had to say. And they're going to give you the pros and cons. Hopefully they'll give you the pros and cons of how they felt with investing uh, with that sponsor. So, but anyways, that kind of summarizes, uh, wraps up, you know, that's what the, the question is that I ask. Is there anything else you want to add uh, Chris about uh, vetting a syndicator?
1: Well, I think just to kind of circle back as far as like their communication uh, and you, whether it's the, whether it's the frequency that you're concerned about, but also, you know, like <clears throat> how are the, how are the marketing materials? You know, are they professional? Mm. You know, it, you know, does it include like my deal summary, pitch decks, videos, webinars, any kind of conference calls or, or kind of communication packages? Um, you know, but I also want to know, like, are all the major questions thoroughly addressed? You know, uh, and like, like we're saying, you know, participate in those questions. Um, ask, you know, you, if you don't ask, you don't get, and you know, I I just want to make sure that, you know, everybody's, everybody's, uh, questions and ideas are addressed, uh, as necessary. Um, but then I'm also looking at like, is there is the consistency the consistency of those materials and the consistency of the communication uh so that way you know i can i can expect you know the first wednesday of every month you know to communicate with my team on how it was going you know um and as soon as you as soon as you break one of those dates you know for whatever reason like it's i just need the consistency in my life personally and so that's what i'm one of those things. that's just a small thing that I'm paying attention to. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, so. Yeah.
0: Okay. Perfect. Well, so with that being said, uh, uh, we have actually put together um, a document, uh, a brief um, summary for uh, passive investing in apartment syndications, and and these, the things that we've spoken about today, they're they're included in this document. So if you if you want to find out more, it has a bunch of other stuff in there too. Um, Go to our uh, website, twosmartassets.com, and then go ahead and sign up for uh, that. It's just your email address. Sign up for uh, that document, and it'll get it sent over to you straight away. Um, But before we wrap up, Chris, I got one more question for you. Give me – tell me about um, maybe your top book that you've read recently uh, in regards to anything really. But give me a book or something that you've really read and just resonated with you um, straight away.
1: Well the uh the the most recent uh, and it wasn't even all that recent but uh, the best one the best one i've come across is really the uh, the best apartment syndication guide by Joe Fairless i know you mentioned him a little while ago that really is a nice big rundown you know it's not a hard and, uh, a quick and fast pass over uh you know just passive apartment syndication but there is so much involved, uh, you know, that we can hardly really discuss this over, you know, a, a few minute phone call or a few minute meeting. And the book is, the book is thick, but there is so much stuff that is addressed in there and he teaches you how to kind of lay out your data and kind of like as you've assembled everything, you know, looking at a market, uh, seeing, you know, just how to, I guess, how to interpret different things, key factors that he's looking for. And that's what's kind of planted the seed in my brain as far as like how I'm looking at things. Um, you know, just, I'm just, you know, kind of piggybacking off of, you know, the backs of giants here. There's nothing new. I just want to know what he knows. So I went right to his book. Uh, yeah, the best department syndication guide, Joe Fairless. It's awesome. Um, that's, it's right. not, it's not a short read, but you, you better read it all.
0: Absolutely. And that, that is a great book. And just so our listeners know, if you're new to uh, apartment syndication or if you've just never read this book, just so uh, we're kind of putting this out there, this book is actually for active uh, uh, apartment syndication investors. So these are people cool. who are actually trying to build a business. However, there is a lot of great nuggets in there for passive investors on how to analyze markets, uh, other things like that. So definitely give that a read, uh, whether you're active or passive, uh, it's going to be a good book. Um, give it a look. But um, but Chris, that about wraps it up for today. It was great talking to you, man, as always. Um, until next time, keep investing in yourself. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. Head over to iTunes to subscribe to the show. And while you're there, we really appreciate you leaving a rating and written review. If you have any questions or topics you'd like to hear on the show, connect with us on social media or through our website at twosmartassets.com. We look forward to speaking to each and every one of you. Talk to you soon.